I don't know how it was when you were younger, but when I was in my early 20s, my parents really didn't know a whole lot. They certainly weren't as smart as I was, and it's amazing that the older I got, the smarter they got. And now looking back, I certainly realize that they knew a whole lot more than I did. So on today's show, we're going to talk about some of the ways that our views on money and finances changes as we get older. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome back into My Retirement Clarity alongside Lee Perkins, who is the owner and financial advisor over at JL Perkins Wealth Management there in Macon. I am Ben George. Got a good show for you today. Again, we're talking about age and wisdom. Uh, I know we don't like talking about age too much, Lee, necessarily, but we learn a lot over the course of our lifetimes, right? So it's important that we hopefully are learning lessons and we can apply that to our financial planning. We're going to learn today more from your perspective, at least you know how you see how your clients actually view money and wealth based on where they are in life. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you one thing I learned as I get older is I I don't like the heat as much. I am ready for <laughs> fall to get here and football is just around the corner and hopefully that means we're going to get a little bit cooler weather. I, I'm a summertime guy. I like it, but man, I'm I'm ready for a little bit cooler weather. So yeah, that's one one thing I'm learning as I get older. I don't like the heat as much. <laughs> man, you and me both when that first that first fall night when it hits like low 60s and you feel really cool and the humidity's gone. It's such a breath of fresh air, isn't it? Yes, it is, brother. Yes, it is. You can go outside without sweating and have to change clothes a couple times a day. I know you understand it. I know probably a lot of our listeners understand it being you know, in the heart of a, of a football country and state like this, but there's football weather. And when you get that first taste of that football weather, you just know like the season's here. Like it, it's just good vibes come over you. Absolutely. Can't wait. It, it is. It will be here before we know it. I think the, the week zero as we sit here and record this yeah um is 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 it this weekend or is it next weekend there, there's but this weekend yeah games, this weekend and then play. everybody kicks off the following weekend so yeah yeah george has got a big stuff. one too yep yeah i'm excited about uh this season and excited to to kind of see how everything plays out and, and hopefully it's a little bit smoother than last year that's what we all hope but Today, we're going to talk a lot about age and wisdom and how it plays into financial planning. But the first thing I want to start with today, Lee, as we jump into things, is to kind of get your thought on uh, some recent news. And, and I like to do this from time to time and, and kind of get your thoughts on what's happening in the economy and, and some different trends. And you know, I think what a lot of people are looking at right now and have been talking about for, for more than a year or so uh, is the housing market, right? And you know, as many people predicted, would be the case. There's an increasing amount of data right now that suggests that May was the peak of the housing market. We've seen sales this summer in June and July that were actually lower than May, and, and pending sales right now are actually below the rate in May as well. What kind of conversations are you having with your clients about buying and selling homes right now? Yeah, we're seeing the same thing. There's a shortage of inventory right now. I had a, a meeting with a, a client of mine yesterday who's a real estate agent, and she said there's just nothing out there. She can't find homes for her potential buyers, because there's, you know, nobody's, uh, you know, if something goes on the market, there's generally a bidding war and the house is going to sell in a day or two if it, you know, if it's a decent house. So that kind of frenzy we saw, like you said, it did sort of peak in May. I think people just sort of need to, unless you're desperately needing to buy a house right now, 
I would encourage folks to hold off a little bit. Things are going to come back down. We'll see some more inventory creep up. Kind of on the flip side, people are saying, hey, if I can get a lot of money from my house right now, I'll sell it and make some money. The problem is, uh, if you plan to do that, you better have somewhere to go because <laughs> there's not a lot of rental properties available. And there's not, uh, like I mentioned, there's not a lot of houses for sale right now. And you don't probably have time to build a house. Not a great time to build a house still with with building supplies, the cost of that. We are seeing those pull back a little bit too. So unless you have to make an immediate decision, I would say kind of hold back a little bit and, and things are going to get in a little bit better situation for a buyer probably over the next several months. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting to see how it trends. You, you got to figure at some point it's going to slow down, right? I mean, you, it, it has it, to plateau, right? It will. Yep, it yeah. will. There, any, anytime something is in a frenzy like it is, uh, it's going to cool off at some point, and hopefully that'll be sooner rather than later. Yeah, it's such a catch twenty two, like to sell and try to take advantage. But like you said, you got to have somewhere to go, so it's going to hit you on both sides. It's like it's you can't you can't really get out of it and, and go move in with somebody for for a couple months or a year. Uh, in yeah, and, and and if you if you sell a house right now and and you get more than you think it's worth, and you're going to go buy a house, chances are you're going to overpay for the house that you're buying. So. You know, it, it's not a, you're not just going to get rich by selling your house unless you've got a really good plan on the back end. Yeah, no question about it. So that's interesting and it's something we'll continue to track and, and something you'll watch and, and, cl- and conversations I'm sure you'll have with clients. But if you have any questions uh, for Lee, and again, as we go through today's episode on Agent Wisdom, as well as this housing market, you feel free to contact Lee directly by visiting talkwithlee.com. That is the website to schedule a meeting. Very simple to do. Get on his calendar and uh, get in and meet with him and discuss things a little bit further. But you'll also find everything online at myretirementclarity.com. That is where we house the podcast. All right. Today we're talking age and wisdom, hopefully, right? As you get older, you learn a lot more about life and your perspective on things change. And you know, there's even an old quote that says, age is the price of wisdom. So we're going to talk about how this applies to financial planning and, and how, what Lee's seen from his clients and what they, uh, and what they think about money and wealth as their, uh, as their age changes, they get closer to retirement into retirement as well. So the first thing, Lee, I want to kind of lead off with here is from your clients, the ones that you work with, people you talk to on a consistent basis, how do you see them changing their perspectives about money and wealth and what it means to them as they get older? Well, certainly their views on money change as they get older. Uh, a lot of people come to the realization that they've probably got a lot more money than they're ever going to need. Uh, not everybody, but some some folks determine that. And so because of this, I find people who are a little bit more willing to spend money as they get older. So they're, they're going to go out and do something while they're they're young enough and healthy enough to do so. They really, at this stage of the game, really begin to face their mortality for the first time in their lives. Uh, they understand it as, as they age, time really becomes more valuable than money. And I really see that in meetings when we're talking about planning. So last week or two weeks ago, I was meeting with a guy doing a web meeting and he stopped me mid-sentence and said, hey, I've only got about five years left to live. This guy's about He's only about 74, so unless he knows something that I don't, I'm still planning for him to live longer, but he's like, hey, we don't need to talk about 20 years from now or 15 years from now. I got five years left. His wife, of course, was a little bit uh, taken aback by that, but yeah, I mean, you start to thinking about mortality, and so time really does become 
more important to money than than money as as we get older. It does. I think everybody kind of experiences that too as they as they get older and, and kind of the way they view things. It's, it's going to change. It's just part of it. Like your priorities change, you know, life changes. All that plays into it. You know, and one thing along that the way is you look back and say, "Man, I wish I would have known this." you know, back when I was younger, or I wish I would have done things a little bit differently then that I realize now is more important. Is there, is there something you consistently hear from people in that regard that they, that they say that, Hey, I wish I would have done this differently. Yeah, this is a good question because it's, I think it's one, I I hear that all the time and, and kind of my, an answer that I use all the time. I've, I've actually never had anybody come to me and say, Lee, you know what? I really wish I would have saved a whole lot less over my working career. But I meet a lot of people that say, man, I sure wish I would have started saving earlier and saved more. So it's easy while we're working right now to to live in the now. And and I'm a big fan of having fun today. You know, live life while you can. But you also need to be responsible for your own future. Not very many people are entitled to pensions nowadays. So you need to know that one day the paycheck from that job is going to stop and the quality of your retirement is really going to be based on the decisions and the choices that you made while you were younger. So some people are really going to capitalize on those decisions, and some people are going to not enjoy the retirement maybe that they hoped they would because they didn't make the right decisions. So yeah, definitely save while you can, while you still have that earnings potential, uh, and you will reap those benefits when you retire. Yeah, I, th- I think of that personally, and the first thing that comes to mind for me is um, I wish I would have put more in a Roth, and I still have an opportunity to do that. I am still have a number of years until retirement, but I think that's the first thing I think of is, man, I wish I would have been more devoted towards a Roth when I was younger to really kind of put that money away. Oh, 100%. Yeah, for young people that may be listening, I would say pile as much money as you possibly can into a Roth, because that, that Roth money, all of that is your money. If you put money in an IRA or 401k, I always tell people that's y'all's money. And who is y'all? That means you and the IRS. The IRS has a, a vested interest in that money. So when you grow that Roth, every bit of it, your contributions and the growth is yours. But when you grow that IRA, part of that money is yours and part of it is the IRS's. And people say, well, how much does the IRS get? I'm like, it just depends on how much they need. And when they mm-hmm. determine how much they need, they'll let you know how much they're going to get from you. And they do that in the form of of taxes. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes. And I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart. And you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 474747. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 474747 and we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. When I think about it getting older too, I, I'm curious, I think about worry, right? A worry with money. And I think when we're younger, we're just maybe a little more naive. We don't have as many responsibilities. So maybe we aren't worrying as much. Does that worry actually increase when you get close to retirement or do people actually worry less and feel more comfortable as they get older? 
You know, I, th- I think as people approach retirement, yeah, they probably do seem to worry a little bit more. But most of the time, it's the worry of, did I save enough? How do I retire? Because they've never actually done it before, so they don't really know what they're supposed to do other than maybe fill out retirement paperwork. Honestly, there, there are a lot of things that people don't know that they don't know. Uh, and that's why I think they should seek out the help of a qualified retirement planner, somebody like me or somebody else, not just somebody to invest their money with. Certainly, there are a lot of people that do that, but you really need to find somebody that can help you address all of the challenges that, that most retirees face. It's not just investing the money, but certainly once. So that's kind of before they're approaching retirement. But once they do retire, the set of worries for most people decreases somewhat, but then they wind up, those worries wind up getting replaced by a new set of challenges that, that people face as they age. I'm not sure that every worry goes away 100%, but you know, I always tell people life is too short to let worry steal your joy and your happiness. Mm-hmm. Take care of what you can take care of, worry about what you can control, and then have fun. This, this last next phase of your life should be a very, very enjoyable time for you. Yeah, that's what your your intention is, and that's what you're aiming for. So, um, hopefully, you know, working with an advisor can help take some of that worry away for you. What about legacies? When I, I, th- I think of this too, when we think about age and getting older, that you know, as life changes, you know, you have kids, um, things you know become more important to you, priorities change. I would think that legacy, your opinion on on leaving a legacy, would change as you get older. Is that true? Yeah, I, I think lots of times when somebody first retires. There many times are just getting kids out of the house. And, you know, let's face it, kids can be a financial drain on a household. So once they yeah. first leave, there can be this sense of financial relief, you know, like, hey, I got you here. Now you're on your own. Good luck. Uh, you're not getting anything else from me. But as, as people age and grandkids enter the equation, I think that feeling for a lot of people softens a little bit because people realize that they've got enough money for a great retirement, and then they want to help out their kids and grandkids. And so really, I think most parents want their kids to do better financially than they did. I know that my parents wanted that for for me and my brother, and we want that for our kids. And so this usually means that they want to, to build in some type of financial legacy into the overall plan to make sure that the, the kids are, are taken care of. Now, not that they want to leave the kids tons and tons of money so that you know, they don't have any skin in the game, but certainly you want to leave a legacy if you can. Yeah, I know, I know my opinion has changed. And I, there's something I think about more and more as I get older is that, hey, how can I make a difference? How can I make a difference in both my children's lives and, and also, you know, maybe a charity if that's something that's a priority to you as well. All right, last thing on our list is risk. So I would assume, Lee, I know we talk about this, that your risk should change, your risk profile should change as you get older. Does people's opinion of risk, though, necessarily change as they get older? Well, I, th- I think it does. When we were younger, most of us, you know, we were all about taking some risks, not, not just in investing, but in all areas of life. I mean, think about how you drove in your 20s versus how you drive in your, your 50s and 60s. You know, I used to, to bungee jump. I've been rock climbing. I've done some rappelling. I wouldn't think about doing those things nowadays. And so I think it's the same with, with taking risks with money. And back when we were younger, we took risks for a couple of reasons. We were young and we looked at it with a different set of eyes. We really had a long-term outlook 
and the consequences of a bad market didn't really have an immediate impact on us because because we were so young. But now as we age, taking too much risk can certainly have a, a much different consequence because we don't have enough time to recover as we did when we were in our 20s and 30s. And so, as I say almost every day, and I said it earlier in, in this show, time is the most precious resource that we have. And as we're older, we don't have the time to make up for for big losses. But I also think it's a personal decision and everybody's tolerance for risk is different. You can certainly take different levels of risk with different pots of money. So it's not like you got to invest like a 90-year-old as soon as you retire because you can't take any risk. Still need to take some risk, but it's about finding that balance and and a strategy that you can stick with long-term in up markets and in down markets. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, Lee. And hopefully this gives you a little perspective of how things change and what Lee typically sees from people as they age and how their perspective on money and wealth changes as well. But if you have any questions about what we discussed today, as always, I encourage you to to visit talkwithlee.com, schedule a time to sit down with Lee and his team over at JL Perkins Wealth Management and talk through any of the questions you have, um, any of the concerns you have, or just get your plan started if you haven't done that yet as well. And Lee, for everybody that listens to our show, I want to remind them about your book offer that we do, the Ticking Tax Time Bomb book offer that is really a lot of people have given you feedback on. It's been very positive. Yeah. So we we are mailing out a lot of these books every week uh, as a direct result of people listening to the podcast. So it's a short book that that we wrote that is going to help people address the potential for increasing taxes in the future. So if you want to get a copy of the book, all you have to do is text the word diffused. D-E-F-U-S-E, text store diffuse to 474747. Give us your name and a good mailing address, and we will send that right to you. We'll pick up the shipping cost, read through that book, and then determine the action that you can take. Because if you just get the book and put it on the shelf and never do anything, it's a waste. You want to apply some of the things that I talk about in the book, and I promise you, over the long term, you will save thousands and maybe even tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars if you apply some of the strategies that we use. Yeah, take advantage of that offer and and uh, apply it. That is so important to do. Thank you for that, Lee. As always, please visit talkwithlee.com and also myretirementclarity.com. And please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. You don't want to miss a single episode. Lee, look forward to talking to you again soon and uh, enjoy the upcoming football season, my friend. Looking forward to it, Ben. Go dogs. <laughs> take care. <laughs> I had to get that in there. Thanks, man. See ya. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.